Thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. Sure, appreciate it. What's it like? You're in Texas right now? I am in Texas. Yeah. Had to get away. Um, moved to, you know, lived in New York, obviously. And uh, uh, me and another friend have different bands that we moved to L.A. for. Just made more sense and we wanted to get out of New York. And so after being there a year... And being in quarantine and all that crap for months, I was just like, well, I'm not going to be able to work here, so might as well just store my stuff away and um, come down here and be with family and stuff. I haven't been able to spend much time with the last 10 years, you know. So that's basically what I'm doing. Helping paint my sister's house right now. Is the situation there a little bit better than it was in New York? In here or L.A.? Oh, where you're at now, in Texas. Oh, oh, it's it's chill. It's all down here. I mean, besides going anywhere and seeing like you know Trump merch for sale everywhere, right. um, it's uh, you know <laughs> besides that, it's pretty pretty awesome. Uh, and that's not to say everyone's a, a, a Trumper, but uh, there's enough. Right. Where it's like it's like how did this person sell so much goddamn merch? Like, yeah. <laughs> There's double-stacked flags on certain trucks. Double-stacked. Yeah. Like, that's the university you should have started. <laughs> Merch <my>. University. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm like, this is... My, I'm, I'm impressed, actually. You know? Yeah. It's like, that's the most impressive thing I've ever seen in anyone do merch-wise. Um, but it's... Yeah. Besides that, it's really cool. Um, I don't know. It's, it's not, not everything's open or anything. either. Right. So it's not... But I'm at least spending it with family, and um, well, good. got a car down here, so but anyway. So how did Night Soil come about? I know, uh, I know you hooked up with Frank from uh, Metal Injection, right? Yeah, me and Frank have been friends for a long time, and um, <laughs> it was just something funny. We'd always, you know, you know how every friend do. You're listening to music. Oh, and you're like, we should write a song about that, you know, or whatever. And it's like bullshit. No one ever writes a fucking song, you know. Right. Like, oh, that would be, it'd be great. Ha ha. Well, I remember us just talking about, like, I really wanted to do a slam death metal band. Why? I'm like, dude, come on. Let's play some drums. I'll just write some fucking riffs and let's just do it and put it on Bandcamp. And, um, you know, a couple conversations about that, and Frank had a uh, electronic drum set, and he's like, well, I don't know when I can get the drums, or do you see I'm like, fuck it, just do it on those. I'm getting shit. I'm going to do this shit on GarageBand or something anyway. Who cares? So, wrote some riffs, you know, played some drum beats to them, some certain things were arranged, and then we're like, okay, so we uh, going to get to see on this project that no one's ever going to hear. And, um, you know, just looking at friends, and then, Somehow it turned into like, oh, we'll have one person here, one person there. Because no one wants to commit to like, oh, great, we have, yeah, cool, buddy, we're going to sing on your death metal thing that no one's going to hear. I'm right. going to do one song, you know, no one's going to commit to fucking, I didn't expect that. So one person here, one person there, and basically just a bunch of friends, you know, and we're like, well, shit, let's change the name to something half serious and 
maybe if we sell, we can raise money, you know, do something positive out of it. That's basically it. Yeah, I saw that you were raising money for uh, cancer. Is it cancer awareness uh -huh. or? Yep. How that's did that? that stuck out to me right away. I was like, what? Like in the middle of, of COVID, most bands and, and musicians are really trying to look out for themselves, but you guys seem to be looking out for a bigger cause. Yeah, it's there's a lot bigger, bigger things, you know. I'm I just someone that's played in bands my whole life, tours, etc., whatever. I've worked in various ends of the music industry. I tend to this sounds bad, but I'm just the type of person that would suck it up if, if I need money. I'm not gonna be like, oh, please, here's a Kickstarter so we can go to Europe. You know, I'm like, I don't feel sorry for you guys. You know the. the Bands that are like that most of the time. I get it. But sometimes you just got to roll up your sleeves and do your own shit, figure it out, you know? Right. Just, whatever. There's a way usually. So when it comes to stuff like this, you know, I'm used to not making money <laughs> anyways <laughs> in, in terms of that. Uh, but it's like I would look, it would feel better to put the energy into it like I was trying to do that and make it towards something better and bigger than, you know, my bills, <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I guess. We're, we're all affected. Every one of us. Every single person has someone in their family or friends that have, you know, died of cancer or have had, you know, brushed with, you know, death because of that. And, um, yeah, I think, it's real, I think it's something that everyone can understand. That's important. You know? That's pretty Oh, awesome. yeah, I lost, I lost a grandmother and a grandfather to cancer. So I get it. Yeah. It, it touches yeah. everybody. Yeah. So how are you guys, is this, uh, I mean, I was reading somewhere like it's mostly file sharing. Have you guys gotten together at all to write, or is it all just really sending parts back and forth? Um, let's see, should I make up a story that's funny about us writing music? <laughs> or, um, let's see. No, uh, it's all, it literally, this is the funny part. The actual hilarious part is... The amount of time spent on this, <laughs> in terms of just like, you know, if you're at the very beginning, you're not really expecting tons of people. Before we decided anything, getting vocals or anything, you don't expect a lot. So I literally recorded all these guitars through uh, a Kemper profiler, uh, if you guys are familiar with guitar shit. Yeah. And very. Okay. And then it's a fucking garage thing. I don't even think I had Logic then, you know, when I was doing it. I was in between, like, getting a computer, and I just had garage band. So I was just, like, sitting stamps. So that was it, <clears throat> you know? And then once we figured, you know, okay, let's do this or that, there, there's a few other things. But, yeah, that's it. No, no, no getting together. Everything's, you know, fake drums, you know? It, it's really funny if you probably were, if we were on film, you know, you probably see Frank getting up playing his little electronic kit in his, you know, playing death metal in his living room and I'm in my underwear playing right on garage band, you know what I mean? So <laughs> that's literally how that was done. And uh, Will Putney came to the picture because he's a friend of Frank's and Frank's worked with, you know, done press and stuff with him for years with, I guess, his band and he's a great producer and somehow worked out where he was down to uh, help mix it, which is just like, the ultimate turd polishing fucking game. <laughs> like, yeah, he, 
Yeah. Do you know what drum program you guys use? Oh, I, well, I mean, Frank played the drums, but I'm not sure that, you know, the, the electronic, I don't know what, what the trigger sounds were. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I, I own a drum software virtual instrument company, so I'm always curious on, on what oh. people are or what people are using. So oh, I have a black metal project that I started, and I just did the same thing. I was like, fuck, you know, who can I, I just want to do some black metal. I've always listened to it, so I was just like, I just record some stuff, and I used, you know, basically, you got found the easy drummer worked the best, because um, yeah. I had gotten it, and I was like, you sit there and try to type out the beats, and I'm like, I'm no drummer, because all the damn beats are already there. Like, the yeah, no, easy drummer's all, great. You know, because I'm, I'm like, all right, this is a good thing right here. i got to custom build this with my my fingers, bing, bing, bing. And then you listen, you're like, eh, shit's already in here. Like, fuck it. You know, why am I even trying? Why am I wasting the time? So, but uh, with this, he, yeah, I'm not sure what he, I'm not sure. Yeah, 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 it doesn't matter. I'm just a tech, tech head. Nerd, right. What's your company? Uh, I run Space Cabin Audio. So oh, we're, cool. affili- we're affiliated with a company out of California called uh, Platinum Samples. And they do like all the Joe Barisi and Andy Jones, uh, you know, Jim Scott drum libraries, stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we created our we created our own player, and, and you can host audio units and VST plugins right inside the instrument itself. So you don't have to so you don't have to bust out the extra tracks for mixing or whatever. Oh shit, that's cool. Oh, that's really important right now. You know, people can't get together like. Oh yeah, no, we I've done I, we're here to talk about you, so I shouldn't talk about me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. We've uh we've I did some covers um of Judas Priest with uh Dave Patton and Russ from Annihilator. Um and uh we used just just software and app sims and that's it, you know. So Yeah, but anyways, uh Bruce yeah, so are you guys planning on, I know there's COVID, but are you planning on doing any kind of live streams with this project or if COVID ends suddenly, um, taking it on the road? I'm not going to say no because all this stuff is pretty new in terms of press and people's awareness of the project. We've had a really good response and, you know, um, people have sent us messages and this and that. And so, you know, it's, it's hitting some people's ears and... Um, <clears throat> if something comes up where we can turn it to another positive besides just like well on a live stream or whatever I think that would be great yeah I'd be down uh, I'm sure Frank would be too is just figuring out like what locals to get together you know or like some you know low budget probot death metal band you know right. <laughs> like, <laughs> every yeah, I don't you know if everyone's familiar with that, the girl thing we're having. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, we're the low-budget version, and I don't know how to get who or what together. But maybe, yeah, I'm sure something could happen. Yeah, we'd be down for sure. Do you have any uh, any more uh, songs in the works or another release? Or is it too oh, early? Oh, yeah. I have probably 10 tracks worth of riffs that I, you know, and I say worth of riffs because I don't have them all in song format, but all meant for certain songs. Yeah, about 10 songs worth. Oh, wow, and okay. We definitely want to do a full length and get a bunch of different people involved as well. Maybe some of the same also, but 
I don't know if this, the songs are going to be like. <laughs> Once you realize it's like, okay, this isn't just going to be 10 people hearing it. It's like, all right, buddy, you know, do a little better job. <laughs> you know, <laughs> pay a little more attention. So, um, I mean, the songs are yeah, heavy. The songs are heavy as hell and brutal. I was blown away. I was listening to Amusement Park earlier. Awesome. Yeah, that's really uh, slamming. Yeah, I appreciate it. That's, this is the idea. But, you know, you listen to it and it's like, okay, I literally spent 20 minutes on this <laughs> or whatever, certain parts, you know, I'm like, you've done this way better, so it'll be even more focused. Uh, definitely want to keep it super heavy, but it's, I don't know. I'm stoked. It's, it's gotten, uh, given me a little more... Um, I don't know, motivation, I guess, to uh, really make it sound. Hopefully, you know, by that point, we'll have enough um, people. Hey, I know that you kind of, I know that you kind of brought this up before, but how did Will Putney get involved again? Because, <laughs> like, that guy's, a, that guy's a heavy hitter. Yeah, no, it's, Frank told me that he, you know, like, I guess he approached him, Frank, no, Frank approached him, and they're friends, and, um, I've met him once, so there's no way he probably remembers me, but we know we were hanging out in St. Vitus Bar in Brooklyn, one of the thousand nights, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember him being a really nice guy, and I was aware of some of his production and all that, so, and he was like, yeah, I'm gonna ask Will Ball, and I was like, what? There's no way this guy is gonna have the time or want to do this shit, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but he, he was, and that's, that's basically it, you know. Um, I don't know what Frank told him, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, uh, but it was super cool. And unfortunately, he had a time where he got like locked out of the studio and stuff during party COVID, so pushed some of the progress back. I mean, whatever, it's fine. But um, this has been kind of ready for a minute. Um, but yeah, when he told me he was working on it, I was just like, oh god. Should have been way better. I guess. Oh, it had to have been a nightmare. But uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't even have like direct guitar tracks written. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Shit you would obviously do if you're gonna send it to someone that's just like this smoking badass mixer producer. You know, he just got these raw ass guitar files. You know. So uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks to him, he, he made it sound good. So yeah, it sounds killer. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything else. Bruce, do you? No, I don't. Uh, if fans want to get a hold of you guys, are you pretty active social media-wise? What's that? If fans want to get a hold of you, are you pretty active social media-wise? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can just message us through Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Instagram's probably best. And it's just Night Soil? Night Soil Band. I believe <laughs> all, pretty, all pretty new. I'm pretty good at saying the wrong thing. No, that's all yeah, good. Night Soil. Sorry. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Night Soil what? Official. Okay, great. So Night Soil Official. Yeah. And before we go, can I get you to do a bumper? Awesome, Nick. Thank you for taking the time. Good to talk to you again, and I appreciate you, uh, all you do. So stay safe out there. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, be well, my friend. Guys, you out there and have a great day. You too. You too, man. All right. Bye. Bye. Later. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. 
Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the one-hit thunder or were nothing more than a one-hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.